You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. <coughs> hey, what's up? It's Connecticut, and then you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Stay tuned. <coughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 102 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Pow! Right in the kisser. <laughs> it's uh, Thursday night, August 2nd at 7.14 p.m. We're coming to you a little early there. You might uh, notice this episode in your feed a couple days early because we're releasing it tonight on the 2nd of August. No episode this weekend because I'm going down the shore with my family. Yeah, that makes one of us yolky bastard. <laughs> so I'm just spending one day there, but it is Saturday, the day we normally record. I'm going down at 5 in the morning, so we will not be able to record an episode Saturday. So you're getting episode 102 early, and it is really weird to say uh well hello everybody and welcome to episode 102 it's very long and it's not a part of my normal shtick yeah so it's cool that we're we're that high up into the episodes though we're almost one th- we're about 130 total with the bonuses jesus i know it, it's crazy because i was even talking to people at work like it was yeah we're at 100 but technically we had more than that it's it's complicated it is crazy and we have a crazy show for you now again we want to point out i said the timestamp in the beginning of the episode 714 uh, on the 2nd of august because anything that comes out between now and saturday or now and next saturday we're not going to be able to cover we're only covering the news that drops because we're not from the future it would be cool if we were, though. I think that makes logical sense. <laughs> so we're going to be covering everything that happened from last Saturday to tonight. We'd still do have a crazy show, including a surprise for Sam in a couple minutes um, that I'm going to have to make a couple people aware of. But if you're new to the podcast, <laughs> we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and pop culture. Heck, we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services, including iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're getting your audible goodness. We appreciate you, but we'd appreciate it even more if you just took a minute, just a minute, and gave us a rating, left us a review on iTunes, CastBox. Uh, we read them all. One star, three star, five star, doesn't matter. We couldn't do it without you, and we'll read them. All in the air. And it helps the show. It helps us kind of climb the charts a little bit. So anything helps. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. But if you don't want to, maybe you could at least follow us on the social medias. Uh, That's at We Podcast and We Know Things on Instagram, at We Pod and We Know on Twitter, Facebook.com slash We Podcast and We Know Things, We Podcast We Know Things.com. We have a bunch of great writers spitting out awesome content every day, including Sam's nephew, who's doing our anime reviews and some movie stuff. We have uh, Mike Respass of the Apron Work Podcast doing. wrestling stuff ryan waldis who's written for every website i've ever had what a great guy appreciate him he's doing some music stuff but he's also going to be dabbing in gaming and things like that i'm doing a couple gaming reviews myself i don't watch as many movies nowadays uh but check that content out over at we podcast and we know things.com you're a one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things and that would include links to our store which is shop.spreadshirt.com slash we podcast we know things we know that's a long link. Just go to WePodcast. You know, it's already com. there for you. Click the button that says store. It'll take you there. 100 designs, or three designs, but 100 products uh, for your goodness. We appreciate anybody who goes on there and purchases a shirt, a button pack, a hoodie, uh, a, a tank top, uh, a mug, or a pillowcase. We appreciate all of it. Or a mouse pad. We appreciate all of it very, very much. But if you want to support us directly, 
Uh, you want to skip the middleman. You don't want the merch. You just want to say, hey, guys, I like your shit. Keep doing it. You can do that at patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things. Uh, so you kick us a couple bucks every month. We kick you back a reward tier. Uh, any for anywhere from a dollar to $25 at $10 or above, you get a custom top three once per month, which later in the episode we're going to be doing as one of our $10 patrons gave us a top three that we're very excited which for. Which is very funny. Yeah. We're Great really, job, Alan. We're really, really excited for that. So thanks in advance to Alan Santos, uh, terrorizing on Twitch, Twitter, and all the other social medias that begin with T. Uh, but we are part of the We Be Geeks podcast network. So that's WeBeGeeksPC.com. 20-something other shows on that network. Awesome dudes. Really excited to be a part of that family. Same with the ESO network. So it's ESOPodcast.com for 28 other shows or 27. Uh, so if you're looking to get in a new podcast, that's the place to go is ESOPodcast.com or WeBeGeeksPC.com. You can find us both on there. But just a great job to both of those uh, networks. And thank you for letting us be a part of that family and a special one million thousand times over thank you to the guys at sjc custom drums who a couple of hours ago posted our interview with them and frank zumo of some 41 on their facebook page for you know three hundred and ten thousand uh likes yeah that, that was awesome that's something that definitely you know i was having a long day I needed it. And then you hear that. It gives, it gives you that little extra jump start that you need. I, I really needed it. But we have a quicker show for you because we're already through the open and we're already at the uh, the trivia stuff. So what we're going to do today is our trivia. It's four and a half for me to three for Sam. So i got a slight lead. I'm still building. Uh, then we have our biggest stories, which you have three stories in the big stories for you. We'll take a quick commercial break for the ESO Patreon. Then we'll do gaming tonight instead of movies. We're going to start with gaming, go to movies, go to TV. We have some... Music stuff, two music stories. Give our Patreon shoutouts, which is the $5 Patreon tier. If you donate $5, you get a weekly shoutout on the show with your social media of choice. Uh, then we'll do our pick of the week and get on out of here. Sam, you said you have an easy question for me. Yeah, because you, you've, you've been on a little slump here. I've been a slump. So three I, weeks I figured now. I would just give you a nice softball. Okay. Before he got his own game, Mario appeared in Donkey Kong under a different name. Jumpman. Correct. Very correct. Very I, correct. I figured you would ha- it had to be you to get it. Like, the answers are put there. Rio, Mario, and Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I have one for you that you should also know that is also in gaming. Okay. Which PlayStation console has sold the most units? PlayStation. Which of the PlayStations has sold the most? Oh, like PlayStation 1, 2, yeah. 3, 4? Or Vita. Which, or PSP. Which one of them has sold the most? I'd probably say PS4. Is that your final answer? I don't know. I'm nervous. Your eyes are nervous. (laughs) I'm always going to give you the same look every time. And I'm also lower than you are right now. We're in a different room. Let's go PS4. All right. Final answer, PS4. You're going to stay at three points for the week, my friend. Three. The the highest grossing PS2 is the highest selling console. It's actually the highest selling console of all time. Ever. I, um, I was, it was either that or PS2. Then I read something with God of War and I thought maybe it was, I don't know. Well, Sam. uh, Five, five to three. I have to send – I'm doing this all in the air because I have a surprise for you, and I'm sending a quick message out to a couple people. Uh-oh. All, all he told me, he said, I have a surprise for you. Bring a hat. I need your hat, please. And that's why Thank you hat. very much. Appreciate that, sir. Um, all right. So let's go here. And I have no idea what he's doing. He has doing. no idea what's going on. I'm as clueless as you guys. Let's do <clears throat> this. God only knows what he has up his sleeve. 
Okay, welcome to our first ever Instagram Live. Jesus Christ. We are live on Instagram right now. Uh, we are in a different room than we normally uh, record in. As you see, a big microphone right here. That's Sam. If you don't know what I look like, now you do. So I'm going <laughs> to flip that one back around. Uh, so I'm going to look at the mic here because live on the show, for all of our friends and family to witness, we're going to do our fantasy football draft order, and you're going to do it for me. Oh, God. God you're, help you. You're, Sam, you're in charge of the fantasy football draft order for our league, 13 years running. Oh, Pino, Murphy, and, Chubbs, okay. all of us. Let me just say, I've never been in a fantasy football league ever. So Sam is going to determine the draft order. So I want you to do the following, Sam. Okay. Okay? I'm going to give you a list. Okay. So right here, as you can all see, here's a list. Okay? We have, here's the league members, John Mayo, Alan Santos, Bob O'Brien, me, Anthony Pino, Nikki Pino, Ryan Cunningham, Andrew Pickle, Sean Knowles, Ryan Murphy, Rich Sunday, and Rick Rossi. Okay? They're the people in our draft. Okay. With that being said, I want you to, you're basically going to be selecting this order by picking the names out of the hat. Okay. But there's a twist. Okay. I have 12 heroes written down from DC and Marvel. Okay. Six and six. Okay. Okay. DC heroes and, and Marvel, and Marvel heroes. heroes. Okay. Six and six. I'm go- I want you to take the list. Mm-hmm. I want you to take your cell phone and I want you to rank them one to 12. Actually, give me this real quick. Uh, hold on. You take the camera for a second. Jesus. And I want to cut this in half, as a matter of fact. God only knows. I don't want the people... You could have had a pen or something. So here you go. No, do it on your cell phone just because it's easier uh, for for me. Okay. And I'm (laughs) just rating my my favorites? So you just take your favorites and rank them. So Sam is taking his favorites. Heroes are Superman, Batman, Aquaman, The Flash, Green Lantern, John Constantine, The Hulk, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, Thor, and Daredevil. So what we're going to do is Sam is going to be ranking them 1 to 12. I'm going to cut these papers up, each one of these names. I'm going to cut them up into 12 strips. I'm going to fold the strips in half. When I pull the first one, that's not the first pick. What that's going to be is I'm going to pull a name from the hat. And I'm going to pull a superhero from the hat. So if that, if I pull John Mayo and Spider-Man and Sam has Spider-Man ranked sixth, that's where John Mayo is going to pick is sixth. So that's how this is all going to work. It's going to be really cool. Okay. We're really excited about it. So okay. while you're doing that. Right off the bat, you don't have my favorite Marvel character, so I'm a little upset with you. You I'm, don't have Moon Knight. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little upset with you. I did this, okay. I did this uh, without thinking. I put John Constantine on there for you. Yeah, I did see that. Because okay. I know you like a little John Constantine. All right. All right, let's go. And I don't want to see them, by the way. I'm not allowed to see okay, the okay. order. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot see the order. America. Sean and Kelly, hello. How are you? Thank you very much for joining. I appreciate it. I put out there in the uh, the old fantasy football chat that uh, that we're live now. So this is our first ever live Instagram video, which is I think which it's the fun. first time I ever went live in anything in my life. <laughs> I usually do a Facebook live every year, and I put the names in a salad spinner or like something crazy. But this year, I want to do something a little different. Put it out there in the podcast. That's why this episode's going to go live as soon as I'm done. This that way. People can understand where they're drafting from. Uh, Sean says, how we doing, gentlemen? What's up, buddy? All right, I'm done. Okay, you list. have the list, right? Yeah. So I'm, don't don't show the people. Okay. Don't show me or nothing, okay? okay? 
take the phone. Okay. I don't care if you put it yourself or me, whatever. I'm going to be cutting up the 12 individuals in even pieces. So let me get rid of the top layer here of paper. It was an awful cut. Jesus. This is where your wife probably would have came in handy because she's a little arts and crafty. Yeah, she's downstairs. We don't want to disturb her. Which she did make me a beautiful wine glass, which I'll, I'll post up later. Sick. Because I broke mine because I don't know how to do anything. I can't have delicate, nice things. I just break them. You are a delicate flower, though, so. I have my moments. Okay. Oh, shit. What's up, Serge? You joined. My what's boy. up, Serge? My boy. What's going on, dude? All right. He probably has no idea what we're doing and why we're filming each other yeah. cutting papers. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? You guys are doing arts and crafts now? That we're where doing, the show yeah, went? Arts and crafts live <laughs> on the podcast. We are doing, uh, we're recording a podcast right now. Um, and what we're doing is uh, doing our fantasy football draft order. And we're doing it live on the podcast. And you know, Greg never tells me nothing. So yeah, this, this was a surprise. This out. was a surprise to Sam. News so, to me. We're going to have fun with this. Also, we have the Phillies game over here, so. Yeah, we have Phillies. You can't show that. That's illegal. Was a quick second. They'll be fine. All right. So there's all the names. I asked Sam to bring a hat so we can hook it up. The odds that I bought my first like ever hat, too. <laughs> it, it all worked out, you see. It really did. It, it all works out in the end. So I'd like you to just real quick. There's Rossi. There's blank. Uh, there's Ryan Murphy. There's Andrew Pickle. That's nobody. Uh, that's Ryan Cunningham. Anthony Pinto. Sean Knowles. Nikki Pinto, Bob O'Brien, me, Alan Santos, and John Mayo. Sam, where's your hat? Right down the floor next to you. Take the hat. I'll take the camera. Boom. Boom. Fold them up. Okay. Fold them in half. And I'm going to mix them up so I ain't going to look. You know what I mean? While you're doing that, I'm going to take the superheroes. Now, he did not write anything on the superheroes. It's just the exact same way as I left it. That way... Uh, that way there's like no numbers given out. Where the heck are those scissors? There they are. Okay. So. You need my list? No, I definitely had a pen somewhere. There should be a pen right there. Thank you. Okay. So. Sam, before we cut these up, let's okay. just draw the names. Now, I want to remind everybody, this is not right, I'm the order. Over. This is not the order. This is just for numbers that we're matching up to the superhero. So who is the first one that you pick? Number one. Number one is Ryan C. Ryan Cunningham. Again, not the first overall pick, Ryan. You just have the first hero that we're going to draw. Number two, Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Number three, Mr. Mayo. John Mayo. Number four, who's that? Alan Santos? Alan Santos. Next one we got is Ross. Rick. Rick Rossi. Next one is Sean Knowles. Knowles, six. Again, not your selection, just the number right now. Next we got Nikki P. Nikki Pinto, seven. Next we got Bob. Bob, eight. And we finally got you, Mr. Greg. Mr. Greg at nine. Then we got Pickle. Pickle at ten. And last but not least, Pinto. There should be two more in there. There is not. Who did you forget? We have to just draw them over again because there wasn't 12. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
10, 11. This one was on the floor. Okay. Yeah, Rich Sunday. So he's last. Sorry, Rich. No, no, no. We oh. have to. We, Rich, Again? Yeah, let's just do it fair. Oh, we should do it fair. We should okay, do it I'll fair. I'll do it fair. I'll do it fast. It's all mixed. Ready? Hold on. See, they're all crossed out. We're starting again. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Go. One. Rich Sunday. Rich. Two. Nikki P. Nikki P. Three. Mayo. Mayo. Four. Rossi. Rossi. Next, Bob. Bob. Next, Greg. Greg. Next, Knowles. Knowles. Next, Ryan C. Ryan C. Alan Santos. Alan. Pinto. Pinto. Ryan Murphy, last but not least. Ryan. No, not last but not least. You did 11 again. That's all I got. You oh, fucked it up again. <laughs> Just do it. Fuck it. Pick one of them. No, I can't. This has to be fair. This all is, right. Again. This is a fair a thing. Charm. Nikki P, one. Two, Bob. Three, Ryan Murphy. Four, Ryan Cunningham. Five, Mayo. Six, Pinto. Seven, Pickle. Eight, Richie Sunday. Nine, Rossi. Greg, next one. Alan Santos and Mr. Knowles. All right. So there we go. That's the 12. This is not the order. But it's Nikki P, Bob, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Cunningham, Mayo, Pino, Pickle, Sunday, Rossi, Greg Allen, Knowles as the first 12. So take this back. That is not the order because we have a couple people from the league that just joined. We, we, we are failing at this. You're right. We? <laughs> we? Well, look, look, point this right at me. We? He had one underneath there. Bullshit. That is True. user error. So again, superheroes. Superheroes right next. now. Separate from here so we don't mix them up again. It's a blank one. <laughs> what? You can't just Santos. I'm so, I'm so horny about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Alan, this is all being recorded on the podcast oh, too. Gosh. So you're gonna get to see and relive all of Sam's mistakes uh, on demand. No, I hope we see that your mistake was underneath the table. Which I hope that great. was caught. Ay, ay, ay. So what Sam did for the guys that just joined. So we picked 12 names and now we picked 12 superheroes. Sam has ranked the 12 superheroes off screen that I have not seen yet. Whatever we draw for the superhero, wherever Sam has that ranked, if it matches your number, that's your pick. So here's the paper that's going to determine that. Do not F it up, Sam. So we have the Hulk. We're gonna, I'm going to yeah, fold them up and in the right in. The Hulk. In there. We have Thor. We have Daredevil. We have Iron Man. We have Spider-Man. We have Superman. We have... That was the first DC, I think. We have Batman. We have... Captain America, who is by far the best, uh, besides Spider-Man. John Constantine of DC. Aquaman. December 19th? December something. And The Flash. So now, I'm going to put them in the hat, shuffle them around. <laughs> Glad you get to see my mistakes, too, Mr. Shuff Santos. Shuffled around. Now, Sam, take the hat. I'll take the camera. Boom. Okay. Now, Sam, pick the heroes a little slower than the other time. Okay. And I'm going to 
We're going to try and keep the camera on you. First one, Daredevil. Daredevil. Second one, Batman. Two, Batman. Three, Hulk. Three, Hulk. Four, Aquaman. Four, Aquaman. Five, Thor. Thor. Six, John Constantine. Johnny Suit. Next is Superman. Seven is Superman. Next is Cap. Eight, Cap. Nine, Flash. Flash. Next we got Spider-Man. Ten, Spider-Man. And Iron Man. And what about 12? You fucked it up. You were the one that put him in the hat. You No, no, It's no. right there on your lap. God damn it. Greg was we, the one the whole time. We point proven. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So now we'll do it again because oh, we fucked everything up. Greg's a jackass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You fucked up three I times. I apologize, our listeners. Superman number one. Superman. Green Lantern number two. Green Lantern. Thor number three. Thor number three. John Constantine number four. Johnny C number four. Hulk number five. Hulk number five. Aquaman number six. Aqua. Batman number seven. Batman. The Flash. Flash. Iron Man. Iron Man. Daredevil. Daredevil. Cat. And last, Spider-Man. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and Spider-Man. Yep. Okay. So... Sorry for the poor writing, Sam. Uh, there it is. So, Superman, Green Lantern, Thor, John Constantine, Hulk, Aquaman, Batman, Flash, Iron Man, Daredevil, Captain America, and Spider-Man. And again, that would be... Nikki Pinto, Bob, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Cunningham, Mayo, Pinto, Rick, uh, Rich Sunday, uh, Rossi, uh, Greg, Allen, and Knowles. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, oh, pick. That's pick, not Rick. <laughs> that is pickle, not Rickle. All right. So what we're going to do is I'm going to number these bad boys, 1 through 12. Here, you can take this now. Okay. I'm going to number the superheroes 1 through 12. Okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I do need... <laughs> Santos, you're killing me. I do need something to write on. What do you need, buddy? Help me out. Uh, can you just rip me out a piece of your notebook? Yeah, why not? Cool. So here we go with the draft order now. Sam. Who's my number one? No. Where does Superman fall? Where, Superman falls? And I was writing all these to mix together. Yeah. Correct. Okay, so Superman is number four. So Superman is number four. Nikki Pinto, you have the fourth pick. Not Four, too bad, five, right? six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Nikki Pinto at four. Sam, where did you have Green Lantern? Green Lantern on this list was number twelve. Number twelve, Bob O'Brien. You get the last pick of the draft. Where did you have Thor? Thor was number seven. Thor is seven, which is Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy, you have the seventh pick in the draft. Oh uh, where did you have John Constantine? John Constantine is nine. John Constantine is nine. So Ryan Cunningham, that's my favorite spot to pick is nine. Ryan Cunningham has the ninth pick. Uh, we are at the Hulk. That was what, number 10 for Hulk. And that would be John Mayo. John Mayo, you get the 10th pick. I'm kind of pissed. I want eight real bad. <laughs> uh, Aquaman. Aquaman, number, that's six. Six. Aquaman. Aquaman goes to 
Anthony Pinto. Anthony Pinto, you have the sixth overall pick. Uh, Let's see. Batman. Number one. Batman number one goes to Andrew Pickle. Andrew Pickle with the first overall selection Got you, pick. in this draft. He said to me last week, I always pick nine and I freaking hate it. You got the first overall pick, buddy. My boy. Uh, the Flash. The Flash is number two. Wow. Rich, Rich Sunday will be picking number two overall. Uh, Iron Man. Number three. That would be... Rossi. Rossi with the third overall pick for Iron Man. Now, this is mine, Sam. So, my pick relies on you. I'm actually cool with any spot but 11. I'll kill you. And it's 11, isn't it? Because you have Cap and Spider-Man. No. Daredevil. So, it's, it's left. It's 11, 4, and... 11, 5, and 8. So, it's 5. Daredevil's yeah, you're five? Five, you're 5? No shit. Yeah, you're five. Show them the list real quick. My, my list was... I did it DC and Marvel. I had to do it on the fly. But I, because Spider-Man, I'll tell you right now, Spider-Man's 11. I wow. know that 100%. Uh, that would be, so hold on, 11. Captain America is Alan, so Alan yeah. is 8. Hey, that's better than 11, and Mr. Santos. Knowles is 11. So, based off of Sam's rankings of DC and, and Marvel superheroes, Superman, Green Lantern, Thor, John Constantine, Hulk, Aquaman, Batman, Flash, Iron Man, Daredevil, Captain America, and Spider-Man. Here is the draft order for the 2018 League Football League. You have Andrew Pickle, Rich Sunday, Rossi, Nikki Pino, me, Pinto, Ryan Murphy, Alan Santos, I want your spot, uh, Ryan Cunningham, I want your spot, Mayo, Sean Knowles, and Bob O'Brien. So that's been it for our first ever Instagram Live, where we're going to go back to recording this two-hour episode yeah. that we're doing, that we just, right in the middle of it, decided to do an Instagram Live. So we're going right, to get back to doing the show. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you. Take care. We'll see you at the draft in two weeks from tonight. Later. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was different, even though we, we failed fucking miserably. Mm, terribly. Every time. So you split them up, DC yeah. and Marvel? Yeah. That's fair. Whatever. I dude, because at first I split it with like DC and Marvel, like one to six, and then you were like, "Oh, it was together." So on the fly, I was like, "Okay, I know Batman's one, I know Iron Man's here." Right, that's fair, whatever. As long as you weren't. Uh, no, dude. I mean, Christ. Like, even if I was, what was your pick? I'm picking fifth. Yeah, so it's you know that's a, t- that's a tough spot, man. Is it? Yeah, I hate picking fifth. I just take it takes forever to get back to me. Trade with Mister Santos. Get that eight. I spot. want that eight spot. That's the eight spot that I'm looking for. I actually I'm drafting ninth in my other leagues, and I have I've done like 15 mocks, so I know exactly where I'm going. And fifth overall, I got to do some mocks tonight at fifth, um, so I can. I mean, I'm gonna. What the good thing is, good thing I'm guaranteed one of Todd Gurley. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, or Ezekiel Elliott, or Saquon Barkley. I'm guaranteed yeah. one. Now I don't know who the hell it's going to yeah. be, but I'm just going to take the best one available at yeah. that spot. So that's our draft. We appreciate all you guys hanging in there. Uh, that was a lot of fun for us, but now we're going to get back to the show with the big stories of the week. We have two of them now. Uh, now that we're done, the unannounced segment is, there was a new Venom trailer. And... I've seen so I don't think I've seen more mixed emotions on on anything. It's in my very life. mixed emotion, yeah. I you know, overall it didn't do anything to hurt me seeing this movie. It was it was the best trailer they put out. Yeah, which I don't know I'll what say that's that. saying. Yeah, I don't I'll know what say that's that. saying. Um, I don't think it did anything to hurt me wanting to see this movie. I just don't think it did anything to help it either. I think I'm exactly where I was, but now 
I just know more, I guess. One thing I will say that they literally pulled the words from the comic book is when he's holding the one guy and he's like pancreas and this and this and all these body parts. I don't, so much time, like so much little, like or so little time, so much to eat. Yeah. That was literally right from the comic book. So yeah. I was like, I can appreciate that. There was one part where he clearly is not saying we are Venom at that spot at the end at the nighttime where he has yeah. that guy held up. In the first trailer, we are Venom is when. Yeah. But he's saying something completely different. He's talking yeah. about God knows what. Well, that was the first probably quick edit to get something out there. Yep. yep. You know? Now, he doesn't have the white spider symbol. How do you feel about that? A little butthurt. Yeah. A little butthurt. You have to be. I don't like. I don't care who you are. Uh-huh. If you any fan of Spider Man or you love Venom, like that's the one thing you saw on his chest. Right now they have those white veins that kind of are trying to take up some space on the chest, but there is no white spider symbol. We know this is not in the MCU. We know it's uh, in Sony's Spider Verse, where we're gonna have Morbius and Silk, and I think Silver and White, and um, and uh, Venom, and and whatever Venom sequels come of it. Uh, he looks. It's, I know there's some raining shots. He looks shiny. Like yeah. really yeah. shiny, yeah. like glossy. Yeah. I just—it's weird. Is that—is that, is that and, weird? No, for- no it, it, it like I still don't even know where I stand. Like I'm in the middle. I'm still going to see this movie regardless. Yeah, same. Regardless. Me too. Me too. I I I do like that. It kind of I feel a little better that we're going to see more Venom than we first thought. Where the yeah, we'll get thirty five minutes. minutes you know, so I was like, <laughs> okay, at least we're guaranteed ten fifteen. This is like a Godzilla all over again. Oh, I hope we see more than Godzilla, <laughs> but. I, I don't know how I feel like, you know, because Tom Hardy, like when he talks, like he always does something with his voice. I don't know how I feel about his voice, the way he's talking just as Eddie Brock. I'm, yeah, I'm, he's got a weird New Yorky type accent where he's trying a little too hard. I'm perfectly okay with the Venom voice. I think that's sure. that's perfect. Yeah, I don't know any but other his, so cool The voice it. he's using here, I'm, I'm just like, why? Like, that's how you wanted to talk? S- sorry, Mrs. Chen. I had to eat and run or yeah, whatever I, he said. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still going to see it. I'm, I'm Again, like, I guess I'm with like everyone like. I thought it looked okay, yeah, but I thought they could have did better. There was one, there were technically two because it happens twice in the trailer. But there was one thing in the trailer that looked so bad, um, it was it was up there in terms of like cringe worthy CG. Is when he starts shaking and like Venom goes in and oh, out. Yeah. It looks horrible. I, I, quite a few people on Instagram like screenshot that was like, "What the f is this?" It's like garbage. Horrible. Like I saw a lot of people say garbage, yeah. and I was I wouldn't call it garbage. Like I, I have to. No, give they it could a chance. do better. They could do better. That's all. I don't mind the transformation. I don't mind if that's how they're going to do it. The CG just didn't look great. But I think that we still have what four more months for them to polish I, it up. It's just like a video it's game. October, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah. October 19th or something like that. We have time for them to polish it up. It's just like a video game that needs kind of a little bit more polishing to make it look fine. I'm totally cool with that. Venom, they got my money. He's got, he's got a very skinny bottom half till he bulks up. He's not as tall as I would have thought. He, he may have been missing leg day. We don't know. <laughs> he might have skipped leg day. We don't know. But overall, it was a solid... It's like three minutes, but the first 30 seconds are just little clips, and then it kind of dives into it. We now know that it is the Riot symbiote that's going to be the main yeah. villain of this. We see it taking over the guy in the in the uh, the glass he- cell. We see it with the girl who shoots out yeah. all that stuff, and we see it with the guy at the end. I can't remember his name right now. Tucker or something. Uh the, the the gentleman, the Indian gentleman with the yeah. suit in the beginning, which I called a couple months ago that he's going to be Riot. Turns out he is because they show them ripping each other yeah. apart and both their heads are there. That was neat. I do also like that they didn't show you a clip of Woody Harrelson. Not, Not nothing. No Woody at all. And I'm thinking that the Riot and Venom symbiotes are going to fall off in that fight combined together in the end credits. We get the Woody Harrelson we want, who is Carnage. And, and, I, and I called that a while ago. You did. Like, That's I all did, you. I did say Woody, I believe, is going to be Carnage. But hey, I, I actually kind of can't wait to see this. So let me... Pissed, right. Pissed, no, no. I'm pissed, with you, though. But pissed that I'm not going to get Spider-Man. I'm, I'm with that, you, though. That hurts me. It does make me want to see the movie, yeah. which is crazy. 
out of all those Comic Con trailers, right? Do you put this in the upper echelon of them? No, I, I would still keep my top three the way it was. Same exact yeah. way. Yeah. I'd so, probably have that four. Okay. Yeah, I would and probably then Fantastic Beats would be five. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would where I'd put it. I, I think I'd have it above Disenchantment, but I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent on that. But yeah, overall, I'm looking forward to yeah. the movie. They got her. They got her money. Our other big story for the day would be that, you know, we talked a lot of last week about the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Volume 3 and James Gunn getting fired from the project. But um, news has come to light from Variety, very trusted source, that Guardians of the Galaxy, well, not only did they come to James Gunn's defense, and we'll read the quote in just a moment, but according to, to Variety, James Gunn will not be rehired and Guardians 3 may even be delayed past its 2020 release date. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, obviously we saw the whole cast. And I'm going to I'm going to read that in a second. But yeah, we saw the whole yeah. cast come together in a solidarity act for James Gunn. But Disney's not going to budge on this one it looks like. <clears throat> I mean, they're going to I think they're going to get a little bit of slack no matter what. Just slack or heat. You mean heat? I would probably say a little bit of both. Uh-huh. I'm trying to like cuz I know there was a story saying that like, oh, um Chris Hemsworth and, and Chris Evans stopped following him on Twitter. And then Chris Evans Commented on that, and Cheetah like, um, that's not true. Mm-hmm. So it was like almost people were trying to like cause a controversy when there's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's something there. It's again, we said this before. This is something he he talked about years ago. It was stu- stupid jokes. He was trying to be that that like shock value funny, but it wasn't. It was just poor humor, and he made a mistake. Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Zoe Saldana, Vin Diesel, Sean Gunn, Pom Klemtiev. Uh, Dave Batista, Karen, Gillian, uh, Karen Gillan, and Michael Rooker all came together for an open letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. To our, and this is a long one. Stick with me. Hit the skip button if you have already seen it about three times. To our friends and fans. this I'm going to need some water, too, when this is over. We fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those who so easily duped uh, into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in the Gardens of the Galaxy movies have been a great honor for each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support, and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience having spent many years together on set making Guardians 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set, and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks we believe is from the heart, a heart that we all know, love, and trust. In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will occur, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as a full example 
for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in digital stone, that we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future will think twice before we decide what we want to express, and in so learning perhaps how uh, can harness the capability to heal and help instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words, the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was very well said. And I, I, I agree. They took time. They all talked. Um, you know, they, they didn't rush out and just tweet something the next day or same day. They took 10 days to craft well, that well response. It was well thought out. Again, it would, be so, it, would be, it would be obviously way different if he actually did these allegations. That's a whole other ball. Ben, of right. course, 100%. But if it was a stupid ass joke from years ago that someone on Twitter went back, screen grabbed all of them, and made it go viral. Like, again, he was like mob mentality. Everyone's attacking everyone. Like, Chris Harwood could be a good example. His, he was investigated, and then AMC reinstated him. Like, yeah, Disney's got all the money. Go look up the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This guy created two franchises, many other movies, and hopefully many more movies to come. I, I just don't think you – like, if we were all judged by our past actions, I think we're all screwed. And I and I want to point out the one sentence that means the most to me there, um, where in the third graph, there is little due process in the court of public opinion. That, to me, translates to yeah. perception is reality. And unfortunately, in the world we live in, perception means a lot more than reality in some cases. And the second that there's a perception about you, right? And Chris Hardwick's exactly. an example. His his exactly. career is stained for whatever had yeah. happened allegedly, whether it did or didn't. It was shown that it did not happen, at least to the, to the standards of, mm-hmm. of some. But there will always be people that say, you did it, yeah. even if they didn't. And that's the unfortunate piece of what they mean by the 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 due process in public opinion perception is reality in this world Uh, again we stand by you james we wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors we hope that disney wises up i almost wish you could give them two middle fingers and just go do your own thing um but guardians is not going to be the same without you and now we have to sit with the news that it may be delayed past 2020 which screws up all of phase four and the marvel which no one wants obviously they've been setting up a plan which i'm sure would set back other movies that they plan to come out in a timely fashion yeah and and you know maybe it won't but it 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 probably will and and it's it's the way the the way they've been with marvel movies every movie has been tagging each other movie you know what i mean and and it's kind of like you know one one break in the in the line one you know one chink in the armor and the whole thing crumbles and falls apart. I don't want to see that happen with this. I think the MCU is stronger than that. I think that, you know, uh, Guardians being the massive franchise that it is, it's not Cap, it's not Spidey, it's not Iron Man. It's up there, but it's not at that level. Uh, I hope this does get treated with grace and dignity. I hope that, you know, Taiki Watiti comes on and and, uh, gives it his all, just like he did with Ragnarok, which surprised us all. And and we could be in good hands and, hey, maybe we look back at this in five, ten years and and we don't even even give it a word and we say hey it was just as good as it could have been but it still doesn't have that james gunn stamp that theme that well, you know that well, style that he and has. also it's like okay are they going to use the script that he just finished or right. is someone going to completely rewrite it and then that might be a guardians that we don't recognize <sighs> you know i, I don't want to think about a so rewrite I, did, I just hope disney kind of considers it takes this all in and don't just judge us by something that he did years ago yeah. like christ we're human we make mistakes that's what we do and and i said it before but if if 30 year old greg could go back and and see 22 year old greg he'd kick his ass yeah. and, and, I'm, 22, and i'm sure 99.99 yeah. percent of people will say the same yeah. damn thing and 22 would kick 16's ass and 16 13's ass before 13, I was okay. I was an innocent child. But I'd still yeah. want to go back and kick yeah. my own ass. Yeah. I, listen, it made me like... It made me... 
it almost makes you paranoid to put anything on social media. Everything. It, like, it kind of goes back to even like what Henry Cable, when he made the statement about women, he's like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm nervous what to say now because everything else can be misconstrued and one person can tag something online. Next thing you know, you're, you know, you're harassing somebody. Yeah. Now, Sam and I, again, we do wish James nothing but the best in his future endeavors. Uh, we, we can't wait to see whatever project you come up with next. And we hope that Guardians doesn't suffer because of it. And with that, we'll be, be uh, right back after this word from our ESO network partners and the ESO Patreon. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free, as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And we're going to kick things off tonight in the gaming section. It's usually movies, so we're switching up. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be some big things that happen in the world of gaming. And I think you guys are going to come along for the ride because it's one of my favorite segments. Every month is when Sam and I review the previous month's NPD with the top 10 games sold. Uh, also, the console. Before we hit into the top 10 games list for games sold, because there's a lot of new ones on this list, it's going to be really fun to go through it. Will. Sam, I want to... We'll get to it. Pissed, we'll get to it. We'll that's get to it. That's all I need. Your face pissed. We'll get to it. What was the highest selling console in June? June? I say PS4. They've, they've been on a nice tear. Yep, PS4. They've been on uh, a nice tear. Try the NES Classic Edition. Oh, wow. Ain't that some shit. <laughs> now, PS4 made the most money yeah, because it's, it's of course. you know, ten times more expensive or five times more expensive. But yeah, uh, the NES Classic Edition was the best selling console That could have been June. a good trivia question because I would have said PlayStation. Followed by PlayStation 4, followed by the Nintendo Switch. Followed by the Xbox One. Well, it's, it's good to see at least Nintendo still beating Xbox. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we got the NPD rankings for June. The top 10 games of June. We have at number 10, the PlayStation 4 exclusive, Detroit Become Human. Uh, at number 9, now on Xbox and Nintendo Switch, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy makes awesome. its way back onto the awesome. list. Number 8, FIFA 18. Number 7, Lego Incredibles. Number six, Mario Kart 8. Awesome. Like, crazy. All these games. Now, Mario it. Kart's been on there before, but like, there's so many newcomers to this yeah. list, and I just freaking love it. It's about that freaking Crash, time. That and Crash, that are Mario my two favorites. It's about time, though. We yeah. needed some fresh blood on this list. Yeah. Number five, fittingly, Far Cry 5. Number four, The Crew 2. Number three, Grand Theft Auto Holy 5. Holy shit. And it's number three. number three. I'm getting, like, pissed. <laughs> and That's Thunder. Well, we got Thunder. Yeah, they are calling for bad thunderstorms. So Sick. Don't so, worry, guys. I have to risk my life again driving home. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, so you guys are going to get to hear a thunderstorm live on a podcast here. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Grand Theft Auto Pissed. Five is number three because it's the summer months. There's never, not a lot of blockbusters coming out. I will out. never play another Grand Theft Auto game forever. Like, that's it. Number two, PS4's own God of War. Hell yeah. And number one, Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, wow. That's cool. Isn't That's that cool. neat? That's cool because it's good for Nintendo. Yeah, dude. It's they, just, they deserve to go they, back on the list. It's just it's great to one. see. They haven't been number one since, I think, Zelda. Uh, no, Mario Odyssey. Odyssey? Odyssey. Yeah, no. Mario okay. Odyssey was on there, too. But uh, it's great to see that um, oh, Nintendo exclusives continue to sell on the console. Just, how are people still buying Grand Theft Auto? How are people still buying Mario Kart? That game is just not... I love the game. I could, it was no, great I four could years perfectly, ago. I could see Mario Kart, but... Like a six-year-old game? No, it doesn't make sense. 
I get pissed. Well, it's out for Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So it's going to keep selling because it's, that's what, 80, 160, 240, uh, over 300 million consoles plus all the people that have PC. It's got a huge yeah. base of people that it can sell to. It's over 100 million. It's the biggest, it's the highest grossing piece of entertainment know, in the history of entertainment. Movies, music, we should be everything. embarrassed. It's the craziest thing that Rockstar is just rolling in money from Grand Theft Auto V. And I liked it. I didn't love it. I won't call it my game of the year 2013, but I, yeah. I liked it. But anyway, Nintendo Switch is just about to, they might have by the time we're saying it, passed 20 million units sold, which is insane. Now, they have to feel so good about themselves considering where they were with Wii U. They, this right. has already sold 6 million units more than the Wii U did in its 6 year span this is a year and less than a half I mean that, that I mean, everyone on the board is like oh thank god <laughs> yeah, their shareholders are got bre- one again. breathing a sigh of relief unfortunately the E3 presentation Nintendo stock has plummeted because of how poor the presentation was because it just was Smash and a few smaller things okay. so I'm expecting a Nintendo Direct any day now because we have September is when this online service is launching. That's next month, and we don't know shit about it. So still. you're so you're expecting any any day. I'm talking now. within the next two weeks, we're going to okay. get a, a Nintendo Direct, and I think it's going to blow out what we got left for the rest of the year and early 2019. It's going to get us in. I mean, there could be some Gamescom stuff that's coming up, but I don't see Nintendo dropping any big Gamescom news. That's usually Xbox's time to shine. Uh, I can see them doing a a a. Um, they're announcing a brand new game and they're going to blow out Super Mario Party. They're going to blow out Pokemon. They're going to blow out Smash again. But then it's going to give us a lot of stuff on the, on the online service. We still don't know the other 10 NES games available yeah. that they're coming with the online service. I'm paying $20 um, a year and have literally no idea why. But, but guess what? They don't have to tell you shit. Not shit. And, it's and still, you're still going to pay. I'd pay 40 <laughs> Okay. So that's like. Yeah, the ball's in their court. Like they got you by the ball back. But, but the thing is that that's why there are shareholders, and that's the thing. The shareholders are the winners. If they said we want Nintendo Direct tomorrow, they'll do it. They'll make of one course, overnight. Of course. So I'm thinking one's going to happen at any moment. We're th- I'm thinking the next two weeks. Uh, in the next two episodes, by 105, I think we're going to have a Nintendo Direct to break down. And I'm really excited because they're like my favorite 30 minutes of any week that they yeah. drop. They're just so exciting because you have no idea what's coming. No, me and the listeners don't know that you're a big Nintendo fan. Yeah. We have uh, no March idea. 8th, 2018. Who would have thought that at the end of a 30-minute Direct that was just so-so, we would have gotten Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Nobody expected it, but we did. And that's insane. Yeah. It's the power of the Nintendo Direct. I can't wait to play it. I don't even have a, don't even have a Switch. <laughs> but the PS4 has passed 80 million units and sold. Which, which is the reason why I went with it on my question. Like, Because in the back of my head, I was, I was, it was PS2 and PS4. And I was like, well, the PS4 just, is about to cross 80. I was like, I know PS2 is probably what? I think now I'm thinking it's it would be 100. 100. It's over 100. So, uh, I mean, hey, that's impressive. Is it? PlayStation doesn't think so. You they actually stay, It's a little light for their projections, actually. They they are uh, not super happy. Lower your th- lower th- your price point. They thought it would be in the eighty fives by now, because um, that would track point. it towards a hundred. Because that that tells me if they're not happy with the uh, the trajectory and we're in twenty eighteen, that the PS five is is probably two three years away. Because um, they they would have liked f- eighty five because that only gives you fifteen to but cross hundred. Sold way better than the PS three. Everything sold way better than yeah. PS3, which still was 89 million units. That's a significant amount. Yeah. So it's on its way to oh, passing okay. the PS3. By the end of the life cycle, it will. But if you put it this way, um, if it was at 85 right now, which is more comfortable what they would have liked, that gives you 15 million to hit 
100 million. Yeah. If you release the PS5 in three years, so 2019, 2021, so let's call it March 2021, that's only 5 million units a year you'd have to sell to out to do 100 million. Yeah. For a five, six, seven, and eight year old console with a new one on the horizon, they could do that. And that's well, this is when they should probably start throwing in deals. Multiple games when you get the system, an mm. extra paddle, throw in something, make that. Like put an incentive to go the Black out there Friday Bundity exactly, and and hook it hook it up. I mean, Black Friday is not so long, dude. It's not so far away. It's right here. We're Christ, we're in August already. Uh, they have they still have some exclusives coming. Um, maybe not huge. They have Spider Man. I, I was going to say huge. Spider Man is literally next month. A, a month and five days from now, they got Spider Man. A lot of the things they show though are probably 2020, 2019, and maybe PS Five. Um, but you still have Last of Us 2 that's going to push some consoles. You have Ghost of Tsushima. You have yeah. Death Stranding, which I personally still think is going to be a PS5 game, but whatever. Um, th- th- there are chances for this to hit $100 yeah. million, but now they still got a ways to go. $20 million consoles for a four or five-year-old console is tough. Yeah. No, it it is, but I think they can do it. I, I, I mean, again. I could see it, totally. They're competing against Nintendo. They have the, all these minis coming out. The Switch came out. Like so, they, there's good competition out there. I'm thinking 96 is the number that it stops 96. at. I'm thinking yeah. that's the number it stops at is 96 million when it's all said and done. It just misses the the hundred million mark unless they pull a turd out of their ass and and polish it up and say 250 or, or, or 200 bucks. When the, Spid- when the Spider-Man game drops, when they when they that gave beautiful it. red one, exactly. Oh, that's what I'm saying. If you put a good deal on that one, I think that's even like I have PS4. Like people who have PS4s, like. Do I want to get a second one just for that? Trade like, in my normal PS4, sell it, and then get the red one. That red one looks so beautiful. You know, it does, and that's what I'm saying. Make that drop that price a little bit. Make that incentive to go out there and get it. Elon Musk announces on Twitter that Tesla cars will now feature playable Atari games in about four weeks. I don't even know how I feel about You're that. You're gonna be able to play Atari games while in your smart car. That's all I can say is Elon Musk. You're no, a, he's, a, he's you're a strange obviously guy. Obviously, he's a genius. Yeah, we know that he's building a tunnel system underneath LA. Yeah. And to, I mean, of all games, you have Atari. Okay, it's a start. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'll I'll probably never be able to afford By a Tesla. By the year two thousand twenty, we're gonna play N sixty four in our cars. That'd be. I play it. <laughs> Parents are paying twenty dollars an hour for tutors, and I wanted to point this out because it's not a math tutor, Sam. It's not a social studies tutor. Parents are paying twenty dollars an hour for tutors to come in and teach their kid how to play Fortnite. I. Did you know I was going to say that? No, I had no idea. But you said Fortnite and like my, my head <laughs> he almost snapped he off. He twitched a little bit, yeah. I would never. You couldn't. The tutor couldn't pay me to come to my house and do like and tutor my kid to play. That would be the last game on earth I would ever let my kid play. I'm very tactical with my stories and where I put them and where, you know, the placement of them. Because I try to go hot and cold and hot and cold. Because the next one's going to warm me up a little bit, Sam. There was the Jump Force trailer oh. that revealed a little bit of bleach yeah. at the end. They showed you a little bit of everything. A lot. So how did you feel? Johnny Youngbosch put it out there on the socials. Oh, yeah, dude. I was, he's like, who wants this dubbed? I was like, me, immediately. Dub it, please. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who? But I'll tell you, dude, from what I've heard... They have my money. They have my money. From what I've heard, people are not that excited about Sucks for them. I'm down. Like, I'm they totally got, They down. have my money. I thought you'd buy... Yeah, but you said that about Dragon Ball Fighters. And I but thought, I'll get it. I'll get it. I don't but know. But I'm, I'm, so fo- I'm still focused on Uncharted. My, my goal for Uncharted... But you haven't been, probably made any progress. No, I've been beating two missions a week. Okay. That's been my goal. I'll take it. So, I'll take that. Because, dude, the missions are long for four. Yeah. Like, God damn a, it. It's a long game. It's a very, very, very long game. And I don't think it's the best one. I still agree. The second one's the best Uncharted. 100%. Like, uh, not, not, there's, no, there's no argument. Yeah, man. I've never... Uh, 
I never had any doubt that you'd feel that way because yeah. it's it's just got it's got the most engaging story. The controls are tight because the first yeah. one was a little loose. I love it. You start off on the mountain right in the train scene yeah. right from the get go. Yeah. You're like, damn, I'm in a fucked up situation. <laughs> I'm about to die. Four is the prettiest. Um, I don't love the Sam stuff. It's, I love that you can play crash so in it. It's just so long, and I'm long. finding myself like almost like there's over shit. twenty chapters. Well, I think I'm at 16. Yeah, you got 15. At least I mean, 15. So I was at like 11, 13. So I'm, I'm doing good. I have a nice, steady pace. Except you beat three in three weeks. You but beat th- I, I, three games I was, in three weeks. I was weeks. out of work, so yeah. I had all this time. Now back at work, it's tough. No, it is tough. I hear you. Now we do have a couple of reviews to read. This one's going to be WarioWare Gold, the latest game for the 3DS that I'm pissed is not on the Switch. Because it would be perfect for the Switch, dude. You know what? Every do- game you no, no, say. No, 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 no. This one is, and I'll tell you why. Do you know what WarioWare is? Mm-mm. Uh, it's a bunch of mini game collections, and when I say mini games, I should say micro games. They're games that are three to five seconds long. So it was perfect for the Wii. You take the Wii Mote and you 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 blow into it and you dust off of a shelf, and then you you step on it and it's like you're stepping on a rat. And then okay. you pick it up and you wave it around. And it's these little quick games that you do in three to five okay. seconds, and you get points. It's like for the it. one two three switch thing type of deal. Quick, like, but yeah. even quicker, okay. quicker, quicker, okay. and they're just in succession. Boom, okay. boom, 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 boom. But if you play it on the 3DS, you. you what are you gonna do? Throw your 3ds yeah. or whatever you draw is the style, or maybe I'm just to come out on the 3ds just to see how it, people but, but feel the, about but it. This is a high-selling franchise. This is a, okay. a long-running franchise. The Switch, the Joy-Con, perfect. Yeah, it'd been perfect for it, and it's it's got the incredible calibration, HD rumble. It would have been great to see a WarioWare game on the Switch. But here's the review for the 3ds version: like the gaming equivalent of binge watching a playlist of the funniest home, uh, funniest Vine videos. WarioWare Gold provides some enjoyable short attention span shenanigans, particularly for newcomers. But the absence of any substantial new additions and a paltry, uh, I'm sorry, and a Lack of worth... I can't believe I just fucked that up. <laughs> I was like, what? And a lack of worthwhile extras, WarioWare Gold is more like a runner-up for silver for long-term fans of the series. WarioWare Gold is a solid greatest hits package that is better fit for newcomers than it is for fans. 7-5? 7 Okay. Uh, we also have the review for Madden 19. I've sworn off Madden every single yeah. year. I haven't bought it since 2018. Uh, Madden Returns. <laughs> Jesus. I, I went 15 and then waited to 18. Dude, I, I'm, I went 15 I'm and waited like to 18. I'm like 08. <laughs> yeah. uh, Madden 19 returns the primary focus where it belongs. That moment-to-moment gameplay between the end zones. Its only true stumbling point is a lackluster story mode that fails to recapture the magic of the first one. But that's entirely offset by new player handling that once again leverages the power of the the frostbite engine most importantly madden 19 has finally cracked the slightly repetitive feel that can make it tough to go on game after game with real player motion delivering a fluid on-field experience and franchise mode customization offering another level of realism madden is in a great place madden nfl 19 finds a new foundation for football gameplay on the back of its feel-good player handling 9.0. 9.0. 8.9. I'll give you that. Yeah. I was, I was going to say 8.5, but they just praised it too much. Apparently, so the yeah. best, apparently the best in years. Okay. So that is uh, going to make me purchase About it. time. It's going to make me purchase yeah. it this year. The next story we have is Spider-Man on PS4 goes gold. Do you know what that means? It means it's finished. Oh, Jesus. It is officially done. They just have to pack it and you ship it. And it's done. Did you pre-order yet? Uh, yeah, but Amazon said it's not longer available for pre-order. So I'm waiting for the official pre-order to go back up. But it's yes. already in my cart okay. and paid for. And I got the, the Prime discount. But uh, it's like weird. You can't pre-order it right now on Amazon. Maybe by the time you're all hearing this, you can. Yeah. But it, for the last two months, you haven't been able to. So yeah, You have to get this game. It it's looks it's just good. It looks so good. Yeah. It, looks like, it looks like everything Batman Arkham Asylum did, but better. 
and Batman Arkham Asylum are some of the best games ever. Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City changed the whole the whole game. The whole open open world gaming and and the superhero gaming genre. I'm still waiting for this. I want the Superman open world. I want to see what they're going to do next for the Batman trilogy. Come on, let's go. And we're getting the Ubisoft Avengers game. So we're getting a lot of cool superhero things coming in the next uh, yeah, couple of years. A lot. But I, that Jump Force, though. <laughs> GameStop, unsurprisingly, is discontinuing the Elite Pro program, which when I first read that, I was like, oh, shit, is that that program where uh, you pay 60 bucks a year and you get unlimited used games that you can just rent over and over again? And I was like, no, they stopped that you after just, one yeah, day. You just got a discount. They stopped it for one day. Well, the 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 Elite Pro program, they have the Pro program, which we're both a part of. You get 15 bucks a year or whatever, yeah. which is all well and good. But this is the Elite Pro. I didn't even know this existed. Apparently, that's better than us. We're just the Silver Pro. The Elite Pro apparently gives you uh, 30 bucks a year. It got you 20% off off all of your used games and an extra 20% on all oh, of your trade-ins. Awesome. I didn't no matter what, I didn't they are now discontinuing it. So another fuck you to the fans. Well, not the fans, I, the know, consumer. I, I just think GameStop's like they're not making the money they used to. Amazon's killing them. Amazon, Amazon is killing them. Amazon's killing everyone. GameStop. Well, GameStop has also done some really shitty things. Uh, I agree. And you know, like, like name I, the great last great move they did. You can't. The only thing, the, the latest thing I think of is like I know they had like if, like if you're in the statues, they start carrying like some statues. You know, it's a Funko Pops because that was yeah. the next big thing. To me, that's like well, the, they 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 uh, partner with I, can't, I think it's Fan Gamer or maybe Think Geek. I think it might be Think Geek is their like partner for that stuff. So. They started doing merch at the store yeah. and Funko Pops, and it became like an actual retail store yeah. as opposed to just video Which games. Which I understand. And I like. Because Funko Pops is huge. My N64 shirt came from there. Yeah. My um, uh, my Mega Man shirt came from there. Yeah. So I like the, the – actually, I really like the threads that you can buy at a yeah. GameStop. I just hate the games yeah. because I'm not paying – I'm not going to buy a game for 60 bucks, open it and say, I want to trade this yeah. in and get 30 Well, that, that – probably less than that now. Yeah, yeah. So it, GameStop has just fucked the, the customer for years. And I just can't wait to see them well, burn. It, it doesn't make sense when you're, if you're going to go game Not new game burn. and tax is sixty four dollars and Amazon's forty eight. It, right. it doesn't compare. It's it only the worst. The day the comes, day out, comes out. out. I don't have to deal Except with lines. For me, drive, twice. It's there. Except for Mario Kart and I can't remember the Pokemon. Maybe I can't remember. Got to have an Amazon facility like twenty minutes away. <laughs> I don't. I got one about thirty five. Yeah. Uh, Sumo Digital, which is the uh, developer for Crackdown C three, says, "quote The game is pretty much done." So, so it won't get it. So, get well, it, they better say that if they said we ain't going to delay it no more. I mean, Christ, what are you going to say? It ain't ready. <laughs> no, said, come on. They did say a couple of weeks ago that they're not going to delay the game anymore. And Dude, they, gonna... he, they were like, "You have to say this right now." Like that wasn't even him. That was them. <laughs> that wasn't even him. That was them. Moving on to the movie section, Avengers Four has been rumored to be moved up from May to April 2019, according to an IMAX report. However. This may be just internationally, and the U.S. will have to wait till May. For spoilers alone, I don't think that's going to happen. I think if they move it up for one, they move it up for all. I mean, I would like it because that's an early 30th birthday gift for me in April, so I think that's a great idea. Well, they did it for Infinity War. Yeah. It was supposed to be May. They moved it up yep. just a week. Well, because they but... wanted to give themselves, what, two weeks with Deadpool, mm-hmm. so... Hey, the sooner the better we get to freaking finally see how this kind of story closes. Oh, God. The Can't po- wait. Dude, the podcast around that time is going to be so much fun. Not like it's not fun now, yeah. but dude, the, the, the predictions that we're doing, well, the speculation, like the 11 rumors. years in the making of all these 20 plus movies together, like... And, and we'll see it together, so we'll. Yeah, of course, uh, it's going to be I, I insane. Know it's, I hope it's three hours long. <laughs> it probably will be. I uh, can't freaking wait. And by the way, that's happening at the same time Game of Thrones is coming back. 
It's a good time. We're gonna have wait for podcast episode. What is this? August, so four September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Nine, nine times four, nine times four is thirty-six. Wait for episode one hundred and thirty-eight. We're gonna blow you out of the water. I'm already calling it now. It's a it's a bull move, Cotton. We'll see how it pays off. (laughs) Hundred episode and thirty-eight is gonna be the best episode of the podcast ever, where we do our spoiler cast of Infinity War and talk Game of Thrones episode one from the final season. Uh, That's gonna be sick. Uh, Let's see, movie pass raise its price by five dollars so they went from ten dollars a month to fifteen dollars a month they then tried to justify it by saying that nine percent or six percent of all ticket prices are from us yeah. all moviegoers like fuck you uh now they also recently suffered widespread outages so with that being said i'd like to bid a farewell to movie pass yeah, the, it was fun while the, the writing is on the walls that they're they're not making money what goes out of business first movie pass or gamestop <laughs> I, I would say movie, movie pass. pass yeah me too yeah. uh just, just hundred percent. Movie Pass is on its way out. When AMC announced the stubs, and we were like, <laughs> no, "That's a shitty that, deal." And the A list. Now they did another. That's thing. what I meant. The yeah. stubs A list. Um, when they announced that, we were like, "Fuck that! That's a terrible deal. Twenty bucks, you get three movies a week." Comparative to Movie Pass, it was a terrible deal. It's still a great deal. Yeah. Twenty bucks for and three some people movies. Get it. I probably won't get it, but I won't either because I just don't go to the movies in- enough. But the thing is, people trust the AMC logo of over course. Movie Pass, yeah. which we don't know. True. A lot about that. So it's just like the casual person. You have to remember that that's the consumer is the casual. Yeah. And, and the casual is going to win there. And, and hey, movie pass. Fun while it lasted. Bye-bye. Uh, Jared Stern, writer of the Lego Batman movie and Lego Ninjago, uh, Ninjago, has been hired by Warner Brothers to write and direct Super Pets. And it may even come to theaters. Now, I, I read this, which I was like, okay, let me click on it. So you see, like, you know, uh, there was a crypto to Superman's dog. I didn't see Ace the Bat-Hound. Out of all the pets? I, I thought I did. Did you? Yeah, I, I, I thought I did. I didn't get the story from where you yeah. did. I had it in the notes okay. by the time you put I, I mean, it in I the pocket. I mean, I assume he's in there, but the, the quick the paragraph uh, I read, I didn't. You don't even have to look, but I'll double check. But if he's not in there, pissed. I don't see how he couldn't be. He should. Him and Crypto or Super, Superman's dog, they're the heads. They're the head of the pets. No one's higher than them. I don't see how the bat dog thing wouldn't Ace be. Ace better there. be in there. I'm pissed. Yeah, but Super Pets I, is. I a, trust you, Jared. Because the Batman movie, the Lego, that was hilarious. I trust you. It's going to be a, an animated film about the pets of the. Basically, like the DC heroes. Yeah. Um, does the Joker have a pet? Well, um, Harley Quinn has two hyenas. Okay, because I'm thinking who would be the villain in this movie. And two hyenas. Two so hyenas. Th- that's actually a good idea. I didn't even think of it like that. Okay. Good. I would like that. Now, there was a uh, trailer that was for you. I didn't watch it. it was Constantine City of Demons. Yeah. This is a DC animated yeah, film. Yeah, this is uh, Matt Ryan's doing the voice, which th- th- that was big. Like, if you cha- would have changed the voice, I would have been a little pissed. But it, it, it looks violent. It looks bloody, what John Constantine is. And Matt Bryan- Ryan brings his little charm. So, like, I'm hyped for this. I can't wait to see him on Legends of Tomorrow coming back as a series regular. You got my money. The Joker has cast Mark Maron, who we love, from not only his podcast, but yep. his, his appearance in Glow uh, on Netflix. He's hilarious. But Mark Maron, great comedian. And Brian Callen. Another two, comedian. Yep. As two different people uh, in the Joker film. So Looking forward there's to They're hiring comedians for the Joker role. So just, well, uh, he's, a, he's a clown. It makes sense. Well, I'm thinking now, it's like, so maybe like, because, you know, in the Joker, like the one story they tell that he was like a, like a bad stand-up act. So that's maybe, cool. so maybe that's that's how I'm thinking. What like they're there, and you see them on stage or something like that, because they're both hilarious. I like Callan more than Marin, but they're good choices. 
I like Marin just because I love Glow. And, well, he's, and he's, a good, he's a good podcast, he's a too. Really he has some great, great guests. Yeah, WTF with Mark Marin, yeah. I think it's called. Yep. Uh, the Sandlot is getting a prequel. It's in development right now, very early development, but development right now by 20th Century Fox. They made a sequel, I, I, and it was garbage. I just don't the kids are understand. Too old. I'm hoping that it's the original cast. They're kids. Oh, okay. Then I'd be okay with it. No, never mind. It's a prequel. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Was it's a prequel. So how... Oh, what if it's James Earl Jones as a young man? Oh, they go back when he's he gets 70 a, years ago. And he, and he has a dog, and the dog eats the ball. Maybe it's James I, Earl Jones' like, character as a kid. You don't have better stories to tell than go back on old and do a prequel. Dude, come on. Make something new. We don't need this shit. Sandlot's could, a treasure. Keep it alone. You could just make a new baseball movie about kids. Nobody the, the Sandlot's 25 years old. No one's going to connect those dots anymore. Very few people would. Just make a baseball movie about a bunch of ragtag kids. Yes, yeah, something new. Like, I want to be like, our age, if you're in your 20s, yeah. 30s, you know, you, you saw the Sandlot. Uh, the Incredibles 2 has passed $1 billion. One billion yeah. dollars I still global. have not seen it yet, but I, I will. Because the I've first one was good. I've been looking everywhere. For the first one on Blu-ray, and I can't find Amazon. it except for Amazon. I didn't want to buy it on Amazon. I've been looking at Target. Yeah, I've been okay. looking at Walmart. I can't find it. Um, for some reason, I don't want to buy it on Amazon. I don't know why. I bought blockers the other day. Does, you don't even make credibles. sense to me I don't sometimes. know why. I don't know it don't why. Make sense. Well, I think it's because when I go to the store, I just want to buy all of the Disney ones because now we have, as you saw, we kind of redid our house a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, down there on the on the entertainment center where I put all the kids books, I have a section just for my Disney Blu-rays for the bug. Yeah. And there's not there's not you enough. need you need incredible. I stuffed Harry Potter in there. Toy I stuffed some, some I put them in there. I have all three. Wreck It Ralph. I put that in there. Yeah. So I have a bunch of Disney movies, but I didn't have enough to fill the entire sh- uh, yeah. shelf. So I put Ninja Turtles, uh, Harry Potter. And Christmas movies in there just to okay. fill space until I get it's more like Disney. Saul, <laughs> uh, Chucky, it's yeah. a doll. I mean, you know, it's close enough. Mission Impossible Fallout has the best opening in franchise history. I would say you it's, saw it, right? I did see it, and I will get to it a little bit later. But I will say that it's probably the best out of the franchise. That's good to hear. And and you know, the trailer never did anything for me because it's a Mission Impossible movie. I really I like Tom Cruise. You, okay, again, it's because I never saw one. You either watched it or reason. didn't or you like Tom Cruise or you don't. Right, exactly. I and, and the it, only it. reason I don't want to see the movie is cuz I just never I haven't seen any of them. I'm not going to start now, yeah, you, but I have no can. problem. If, if you just jumped in, you're not going to yeah. you're going to miss half the shit. Right. And, yeah. and and I just don't have it in me to go back and watch yeah. the other 5 cuz I don't care, but I totally respect everybody that does. I respect the franchise. It's just not for me. Yeah. I liked, I I like action movies like Bad Boys and Crank and all that. Just this this one didn't do it for me. Even though I like Tom Cruise, I like action. Just never wanted to see it. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine is officially in production as of yesterday, which is August first. Yeah, because I know Mark Hamill was tweeting out some pictures. I think he threw some on Instagram and kind of saying like it'll be a little bit different that she's not there and you know obviously you know Carrie Fisher. But I'm okay. Hey, it's got to get started and. We'll see what happens. Pokemon the movie The Power of Us will hit U.S. theaters November 24th, 26th, 28th, and December 1st. It picks up right after last year's uh, season one anime redo of I Choose You. That's pretty cool. Like, well, I still do more Pokemon movies. I still want to go back and see. I have to at least see the full movie. I know you weren't. I don't. You weren't too it big. Just, it was just mediocre. Yeah, it was, it was just boring. Just, it was and then they okay. did a little Brock and, and Misty at the very end. But that has been made right since Let's Go has been announced because yeah. you're playing yellow version, which has Misty, yeah. has Brock, and now has Jesse and James. So like, 
I'm cool with it because Let's Go has solved all of those issues, even though I still hate that it's so integrated with Pokemon Go. <laughs> Tom Hardy is Al Capone in Fonzo from J- Josh Trank, who does not have a great track record of movies. But he he did, he did Chronicle, right? Yeah. So at least he did he yeah. he did one good film that we know that we really enjoyed. I'm but, gonna I'm gonna while you're talking, I'm gonna list Josh Trank's movies. I, I think he what didn't he get fired from the Fantastic Four reboot? He did. Yeah, I think that was him. Okay, <laughs> I think that was him. But I know Tom Hardy is the pictures. For I thought he looked he great. Looked good. He looked good. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty good. Uh, let's see. We got Josh Trank, uh, right? Uh, director, director, director. He's directed five films: Fantastic Four, Chronicles. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, three films and The Kill Point. With upcoming projects being Fonzo, so he's a very young director. But the last thing he did was Fantastic Four, and he didn't even make it through. Well, yeah, I, I think they... well, he, he got that job off the success of Chronicle. And he did, and he I think he left or got fired because he didn't like what was, I guess, maybe they had too much creative control. Either he backed out or got fired. I forget which one. But, hey, I, I, I'm super interested in, and I obviously like Tom Hardy, Al Capone. I, I love, of course, love Crime Bosses. I'm Italian. Why not? So I have to go and see this movie. The Terminator reboot finally begins filming, and Arnold is on set. Yeah, Arnold kind of um, did an Instagram post where he's like, uh, I would have been here, I think it was like, like an Olympic sport or thing, he's like, but I'm actually here filming the new Terminator film. Yeah. And then they released a picture of, of the two two younger women, and of course, the OG herself, Linda Hamilton, who still looks badass. <laughs> That's really neat. Uh, let's see, the original producer of the original Grudge movie, the Japanese version of the Grudge, you okay. know the Grudge, the yeah. horror movie? Yeah. Uh, the producer is suing the makers of the upcoming reboot. And normally that's not big of a deal, but I kind of wanted to dive into why. Producer of the original Japanese grudge franchise, Taja Ichisi, has filed a breach of contract suit against Sony for the upcoming remake. Ichisi is claiming, uh, let's see, that the good universe uh, refused to allow him the producer's credit on the upcoming film when their contract stated otherwise. So they're not going to give him a producer credit even though that their contract allegedly said they are. If that contract said that, he's going to win. Oh, 100%. Like, like, I don't even know what they were thinking. Why wouldn't you put him as a producer if it's on a goddamn contract? Maybe because they'd rather pay him the money that they inevitably would in a settlement because they're set. They're going to settle. It's not going to make it to trial. Uh, yeah, and, and just they'd rather just take that than, amount. Than, yeah. than put him up there. Like yeah. some people will pay not that people but why? on the screen. I don't know, that's stupid. Maybe he was a dickhead. I don't know. Yeah, I know nothing know about the story, yeah. the story. No, I've only seen the Grudge once, and I'm all set. <laughs> but it leads us to our top three for the week. Thank you, Alan Santos, Terrorizing on Twitch and Twitter. T E R R A space R Y Z N for Terrorizing. Uh, he's our ten dollar patron who has given us his monthly top three. It's this is a weird one too. That was difficult, but top three blooper reels for TV and film. Yeah, so I, I kind of just like went back, like top blooper reels, and just I I thank you, Alan, for giving me a good at least an hour of laughs of just watching all these bloopers. But my num- my my number three, it was too funny. I went with Step Brothers. It's really that one's really <laughs> funny. That was uh, that was close to my top like five. And of course, that's where I got my intro, pal. Because when he's trying to do it, and then Adam Scott can't even like control himself when he's doing it. Like I was dying between Will Ferrell and, and like they're trying to do lines. Like they're saying some ridiculous ass shit. And John C. Riley, this is impossible. <laughs> it was hilarious. I had my number one the second that Alan gave us this list. Oh, dude, I had I literally had one, two, and three, but I just made it one. I just I did not have uh, my two or my three, so I went back. And my number three, after watching, I probably watched 40 minutes of, of blooper reels, off and on. I would only watch a minute or two just to see if it caught me. Uh, but my number three has to go, man. To see outtakes of Chris Farley was, oh, was amazing. Yeah, so I yeah. did Tommy Boy. 
Classic. And, like, classic. His fat guy in a little coat where he couldn't get it to yeah. break was just so funny. And the things he would say when, uh, while the camera wasn't rolling, uh, he would just yell himself, "My God!" Like the, the he was so funny, just a yeah. big ball of joy. Love Chris Farley, miss Chris Farley. He was gone too soon, but uh, damn it all, Tommy Boy has some great bloopers. It, it it's, and it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Ultimately quotable. Yeah. My number two it, again, like the, the, I went with this one because I recently like just watched it, and the outtakes at the end they show. I literally like laughed out loud. Super Troopers two. Okay, just them whole crew together. But it, I I mainly want to say ju- because of Will Sasso. Because he was trying to talk like an a like an um a Canadian, and the way he was trying, to, he was like, he was like, I sound like an idiot. Then he's like, I'm getting embarrassed. Everyone's looking at me because there's the way. I just suggest you watch the movie and watch his outtakes. He alone was hilarious. My number two is a film that came out in 2016. For uh, unfortunately, I really love JT Miller uh, his outtakes for Deadpool. Uh, TJ Miller. Did I say it again? I do it every time. Yeah. That's usually, you give every time you confuse me. He's a hockey player. I get it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my thing. Uh, TJ Miller's outtakes for Deadpool are so funny. Dude. When Deadpool, when he, when Ryan Reynolds shows up for the first time deformed and he says what he looks like, he's like, he's like, you look like somebody took their face and put it inside out and then took a shit on it. Dude, <laughs> and, and like, it's, it's funny too because like some of them were so funny. They should have just kept in the movie. They were so hilarious. You look like, you look like you escaped from a house fire that got into another house fire. <laughs> And, and and they're doing all of them on the yeah, fly. They too. are, and and that's where they just let the camera roll. And it was, and some of the other stuff was funny, but but his yeah, comments yeah. on what Deadpool looked like made that put that over yeah. the edge for me. It was so good. I I can't I can't even argue with you. My number one, which is no surprise to you, it's Beauty and the Beast. Which Rush Hour two? It, it could have been Rush, Rush Hour, Hour two. one, two, yeah. and three. Yeah, Rush Hour two was the funny. You always see you know Jackie Chan doing some crazy ass stunts, and you know Jackie always okay when when he messes up a couple of times. But you just have Chris Tucker and. What's the line? Go, go filth of it! Go filth of it! I laugh. I mean, even even Jackie Chan, when he's like, I always wanted to square Madden. Like, you try to say Madison Square Garden, I die every time laughing. It's so freaking funny. Them, them two have the best chemistry, I swear. I cannot wait for the fourth one. My number one, like I said, I had it chosen. It's both movies, but I'm only picking one for the top three. I'm going to go with the sequel, Grumpy or Old Men. It's been years. John since Lemon yeah, and um, years, Walter Matthau. Yeah. Uh, funny. I, I funny. freaking funny. loved can't, those can't movies. Argue. Dude, Murphy and I quote those all yeah. the time. I've laid more pipe in this town than Wabashaw Plumbing. <laughs> and, and, and one that I, I kind of I didn't go back and watch the bloopers, but it was like, at least an honorable mention, Wedding Crashers, because I, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it, but I'm sure they were freaking hilarious. Who was Rocky's trainer? What the hell was his name in real life? Oh, I don't, it's real life. I don't know offhand. Really old guy. Offhand, I can't I don't think know. of it right now. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm actually going to just IMDb it real quick. Rocky. Mick. Yeah, it's Cut Mick. Me, Mick. Who's Mick? Uh, Rocky is. Mick is Burgess Meredith. Okay. So Burgess Meredith is in the Grumpy Old Men, Grumpy and Grumpy Old Men movies. Uh, he's John. Uh, ja- uh, John Lemon, Jack Lemon's dad. dad. Okay. So he's like super old in the movie. But the outtakes are so funny because it's just two old grumpy guys that fight yeah. over women and all this other stuff. But the the end credits is that's where Burgess Meredith shines. And he meets this older Italian lady who owns a restaurant. Um and uh and he goes in late at night and he stays there and he's uh in the in the movie he's like um trying to impress her. So she comes up to her, what do you want? And he's like uh, they're talking, and, he's, and she's like, oh, I want to go to Hawaii. And he goes, I've been to Hawaii. And she goes, which island? He goes, come on, I want to lay you. Oh, and it's geez. hilarious, but they do outtakes of that. 
And just, the shit that he says during the outtakes talking to her, I'm cracking hilarious. up that this old guy who's in his 80s at the time still had it. Still had That's chops awesome. like that. That's and awesome. he's running through a store with a salami. He's like, you haven't tried my cannelloni. <laughs> it's just so That's good. funny. So grumpy old man, incredibly quotable. Uh, shingle schmingles. When I had my ulcers, I was farting razor blades so just good good movie great outtakes that's my number one so i'm gonna read the uh top three now for alan santos he cheated but he's a patron so we'll let him okay number three fresh prince of bel-air he loves the outtakes for that show funny hilarious number two the outtakes for monsters inc oh billy crystal goodman come on okay i can see that and number one the entire rush hour series okay so we're on the same page and and, then that's what i said i could have did one two and three you know what i mean but instead i just did two because it's my favorite one to have the trilogy now we do have the box office for this past weekend uh in the screenshot that we got it took the first how many is this 21 and number 21 is avengers infinity war but the top 10 and by the way unfriended dark web is not is already out of the top 10 because that movie's Number 10, falling from number 8 at $2.2 million, the first purge. Number 9, falling from number 6 at 5.3. Sorry, Dwayne. Skyscraper is he, he, a bomb. Wait, he's make, it's, technically, it's not really a bomb. I did read some, For his caliber. His caliber, the he, main money for this movie came overseas. Right, and that's that's the case with and, a lot of films. And, and when it ends... They're gonna make a little a little bit of money. His investors will get the money back. I read a report. He released something on Instagram. I watched it, read it. So yeah, it just it didn't make what they wanted, obviously. But this was Dwayne's chance to build an original but, IP as opposed to starring in Fast and the Furious. Well, when you or when you have a movie with a hundred and seventy five million dollar budget, you know sure. what I mean. But hey, I give him credit. Not no superhero. He's st- he's still going to go over budget, you know, making wise. So I give him credit there. Number eight, falling from number seven at six point seven million. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Number seven, falling from number five at seven point two million dollars. Incredibles two. Number six, falling from number four at eight point seven million dollars. Ant Man and the Wasp. Number five, new to the list at ten point four million dollars. Teen Titans go to the movies. Awesome. Oh, and real quick, I didn't see the movie yet, but did you see? The, I don't know if I tagged you in the clip or. So I guess there was no, a you did not. there was a mid credit scene, mm. and it's like, can you hear us? And it, the the video camera's like it's going in and out. Like, can you hear us? We're we're trying to come back. We're transmitting. Then you see the original Teen Titans, how they originally looked. We we found a way to come back, and then it ends. I was like, oh, dude, I, I got so excited. So thank you, Teen Titans, go for being. To come out and make money. You're not a Teen Titans Go fan. No, I, so. not at all. Pope Joe was like, yo, you want to go see this uh, Teen Titans but movie? I like. I still actually want to see, just because I heard so. I heard a, quite a few good things about it. And it's plus, good that it grows and 10 plus million that if they come back to the original, to yeah. come back for season six, hell yeah. Uh, number four, falling from number three, Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation at $12.2 million. Number three, falling from number one at $14 million. Uh, the Equalizer 2, staying steady at number 2, Mamma Mia, here we go again, and number 1, no new sur- to the list, no surprise. Mission Impossible Fallout at $61.2 million. It, it made a little less than they were hoping, I think they were projecting 70-75, but hey, it's still, it'll still make money. It's it still Cruise. finished tops of the box office, yeah. it's probably going to finish there, uh, at least in the top 3 again this week. Um, easy, so, easy. So we, we have some faith in this, I'm going to go through the films that are coming out this week. Uh, new to theaters is The Spy Who Dumped Me, Christopher Robin. So that's probably going to take the number one spot. The Darkest Minds, uh, The Miseducation of Cameron Post, Never Going Back, and Death of a Nation. And then we get the Meg next it, week. It's either one or two. Yeah. 
But the Meg, I have to say it immediately. I can't wait for the Meg, dude. It's going to be so much fun. In the TV section, an ALF reboot is in very, very early development at Warner Brothers. This is exciting for me. It is. I mean, I I wasn't a huge ALF fan, but I did watch, obviously, as a kid, because what else the hell were we going to watch? Like, okay. I I guess if we need that rebooted. You know what's crazy is that show was only on for four years. Yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It was short-lived, and I, but I was never a huge fan. Like, I know I people was. loved it. I it was, freaked me out, but I was. I loved Alf. I was more, I was more of a Barney guy Dude, myself. Dude, the end of that show is fucked up. Yeah, thank God. The government comes and says, we're going to, they, they take them and they chain them up and they're like, we're going to cut your organs out and we're going to dissect you. <laughs> thank God I didn't want to. basically just sacrifice you so we can study you. It was really wow. screwed up for like a kid's kind of themed Jesus. show. But yeah, they're going to reboot Alf. I don't have no faith in this though, because they're gonna make him look like shit. I'd rather go back and go at least go do Barney, do somebody real. Do the snorks, bro. <laughs> uh yeah, they're gonna make Alf look like shit, I think, in this modern age. They're gonna try and modernize him too much and just give me the puppet with the with the witty voice, and Alf was funny as shit, but we'll see. Amazon and the Russo brothers announce a new global event series that will quote redefine the boundaries of storytelling, unquote. But we have no idea. What I, else? Obviously I'm interested as shit when when your quote is redefine the boundaries of storytelling. I'm interested, of course. It's the Russo brothers. Why wouldn't you be excited? They could have said, "Hi, we're the Russo brothers. We're gonna make a piece of shit ten episodes an hour long. You're gonna fucking watch it." I'd be in. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be in. It's the if, Russo if they, brothers. If they don't have your attention, at least interested to see what this is. I, I don't know what else to say. Lord of the Rings on Amazon. The series has found its writers finally. You better have found your writers. You bought it for half a million dollars or five hundred million dollars. I was gonna say whatever. maybe a little. I meant to say, say half a billion, but yeah. J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, writers of the upcoming Star Trek Four film, will write and develop the series. So there's okay, your name. Okay. So the Star Trek Four writers are basically going to do Lord of the Rings. So there's some nerd shit right there. Uh, Diane Guerrero, who is Maritza Ramos of Orange is the New Black. She plays Maritza, who is – she is by far – The best? The night – no. Oh. She's not the best. She's more of a minor character. Okay. She is on the list of people you like to look at, Sam. Yeah, because I don't know too much about Crazy Jane, so I'm interested, and I don't... Oh, but and apparently, I, Crazy Jane... Of the, and by the way, to finish the story, she's cast as Crazy Jane in the Doom Patrol, which I believe is a DC Universe yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, cra- uh, Crazy Jane is the most powerful and unstable member of the entire Doom Patrol. So she's basically going to be the ringleader. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know I, the only thing I knew that she was kind of like unstable, like crazy, that's the only thing, obviously, Crazy Jane... But okay, I'm inter- I don't I don't know her as an actress, and I don't watch Orange Is the New Black, so I have. Oh, she's she's a cutie, but I, I just don't I just don't know her in, in the role. So I mean, hey, I, yeah, she was she you, is the a fantastic DC Universe. You're gonna have my money. You're gonna have my eight dollars a month. I'm gonna or watch seventy five up front. And I'll watch every damn DC show you put on the network. Every single episode. Every, of every single, single one. Show. Iron Fist season two on Netflix will only be ten episodes. Now this is something I think that they should. Like, sometimes 13 feels a little dragged out. Sure, I'm with you. 10, we get 10 for every other show. Yeah. On, like, HBO and shit. I'm cool with and, this. Yeah, and I, I'm perfectly okay with it. I think even Luke Cage would have benefited from a 10-episode season. I think Jessica Jones, too. Less filler. Yeah, exactly. And they had too much filler, and I think that's why a lot of people tuned out on Luke Cage. Marvel CCO Joe Quesada, I, I want to say quesadilla every time, <laughs> says that the Punisher Season 2 is in a, quote, really good spot. Basically praising John Bernthal as like uh, he's a beast, like he he is Frank Castle in this role. Uh, who isn't excited for the P- Punisher season two? I mean, was Punisher season one like uber gory and uber effed up? Like yeah, oh, they crossed course, you, they you, crossed you, the line. And well, I know I, I, would, I wouldn't say they, they it, was, it. It was for what for what Punisher was. It was perfect, and then at the end you introduced and kind of jigsaw. So I, I think it was perfect. Last man standing from Tim Allen. We know the show's yeah. canceled. It is coming back. We have a date. 
September 28th. P- pretty fast turnaround. That is pretty fast turnaround. Pretty fast. And I feel it, like they had these episodes in the can or close well, to I'm it sure already. They kind of got canceled out of nowhere and yeah. all the writers probably... They had the episodes. They, they were probably already right next season because the ratings were strong as shit. Yeah, and this was a show that they're... It hasn't been canceled for five years, so the cast is familiar with it. It probably didn't take very long to get oh, back into dude, the groove. Dude, they, they had the episodes first take, written. they were probably ready to yeah, go. Yeah, they had the episodes My written. dad's hype as shit. He loves the show. Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown will be getting a final season on CNN this fall. We know Anthony Bourdain's sad. Yeah. took his own life so it's it's gonna be weird it, it, it's definitely gonna be weird but if they already filmed it had segments i can kind of see him just kind of because people want to you know people a lot of people love him so well, it's it's gonna rake in ratings now that, co- that he's no course. longer with us cnn's probably gonna i mean take a little bit to the bank there of which course. is unfortunate yeah. but you know you hate to capitalize yeah. off something like that a tragedy like that but that's okay after being canceled you know what i mean by that's okay i didn't yeah. mean that literally yeah. after being canceled last month by nbc timeless is coming back for a two-part se- a series finale this winter on nbc yeah that was uh canceled know. and revived just for two episodes and see you later I wish a lot of shows would do and, that. And it didn't. It didn't have like a lot. Of, I think what two seasons? One season? Two or three? Two, it was a short-lived show. But again, it, it was the fans. Just Twitter, just barraging them, emails, blah blah blah. And I think yeah. that's good. At least tie up Closure. the show's ending. Closure. I wish they did that with Magic City. I wish they did with a lot of shows. I'm so pissed. Give me at least a one-hour finale. Come on. Uh, 24 is getting a prequel series oh that's also God. in very early development. Another show that just let die. John Bauer let him die. Jesus. I mean, I love Kiefer, but Jesus Christ, you had over 100 episodes, prequel, movies, over. The Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot, which is going to be more horror-themed, called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, has a premiere date on Netflix of uh, October 26th with 10 episodes. I'm hyped right I, in time for Halloween. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I don't I'm know. in. I'm in. I know it's not Melissa Joan Hart, yeah, Clarissa, yeah. but I'm in. I, I still have to see. We'll, we'll see. For some reason, I like horror TV shows. I don't like horror movies, but I like horror TV shows. I don't know why. There's something about it, but I just like a horror TV show. I like... I like, You are an odd fellow. I, genu- I generally like American Horror Story. I like Scream Queens, which is more of a comedy horror. Yeah. But I like... Uh, I thought the MTV version of Scream was decent. Um, yeah. To, to, decent to bad. Yeah. Bates Motel, when it got a little dark, was pretty good. I don't mind a horror show. So I'm interested to see what this is all about. I like Sabrina because um, how can't you? Melissa Joan Hart's just so damn cute. So, I mean, like old Melissa yeah. Joan Hart. So I'm, I'm totally down. I'm, I'm in. Uh, but Castlevania Season 2 got a trailer. I'm also in. Uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't need a trailer. I didn't even need it. But no, I, I watched it. it. But I'm in. It's a minute 45, so it's not going to take a lot of your now, time. Now, did they say how many. Is this- because the first one was what six episodes? Yeah, I think they said this one's also going to be six. Six, okay. I was hoping for ten, but okay, I'll take. Because I just even when the first was over, I didn't want it to end. I wanted more trivia. What Castlevania game does this come after? One, two, three, or four? Three. Yes. All right. Uh, AMC renews Better Call Saul for season five and Fear the Walking Dead for season five. And Better Call Saul gets coming back on this Sunday. Yeah, and we already read the four, and we read the yep. season four premiere it's, last week. The review it's on Vince it. Gill. It's this probably one of the again another s- smart television series. If you watch Breaking Bad, you're gonna love Better Call Saul. Fear the Walking Dead. I don't give a shit. McMafia also renewed for season two, and AMC greenlit Dispatches from Elsewhere, an anthology brain teasing think piece. That was me. I wrote that. It was oh. my copy. I didn't a even brain teasing think piece. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I figured I, why not. That's interesting. Why not? I like anthologies. Yeah. Uh, I like a show that just every episode you get something different. It's totally good with me. I like that. Uh, you know, obviously I love my plot driven stories, but of I'm course. fine with it. Power Rangers is doing a, an, an epic crossover event for their 25th anniversary. They're bringing back a couple old Rangers, one of them being Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. I saw the other one was um, uh, Jason Font. Yep. He was the Red Ranger. 
Not the original. Not the original. That's that uh, was Austin St. John. Austin St. John. I, I forget the other lady out there. Her name was Linda. Yeah, she was in one of the middle series. Yeah, one, one, I forget which one. But that, that's awesome. Why, you look why, like a Helen. Why not bring back all these Rangers? And they said that they're going to announce more Rangers. Yep. And so I'm, I'm hoping maybe Johnny David Yost, Bosch, David Yost. Um, Kimberly Joe Johnson. That would be uh, awesome. Amy Joe Johnson, yeah. Steve Cardenas. That'd be sick. Um, uh, yeah, Johnny Young John. Did you, know? you say Johnny yeah, Young yeah, Of course. Walter Jones. Original. Uh, that'd be sick. So, uh, last story before we move on to music is Gotham Season 5 teases a return for the Court of Owls. Which I love. I, I think that was a um, story written by Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. I, it was like the one, one of the most recent Batman villains kind of created. And it was like there's just so much mythos behind them and they're fucking badass. Cool. So, and I, it's the last season for Gotham. So, go big or go home. Uh, in the music section, we have two music stories. Justin Courtney Pierre, a.k.a. the lead singer of Motion City soundtrack, R.I.P. Motion City, has announced a solo record called yeah. In the Drink coming out October 12th. He also dropped a single with a music video also yeah. called In the Drink. Sounds like Motion City soundtrack. It sounds exactly it's, like Motion City soundtrack. I, I, sans the synthesizer. Yeah. There is no synth. And he called the same guy that did the, like, did the, like, the mixing and stuff yeah. that he was on Motion City. So, I mean, again. And it's under Epitaph, which yeah. is Motion City. So, so, I mean, hey, I, I, I like their music. I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to support it. Did I, you watch the video? I did. I did. I did it's watch cool. it. cool. It's yeah. like, a, it's almost like first person, but it's like he's running with a selfie stick in like a zombie infested. Or it's like or one of like these like the, waist thing yeah. type of deal. Or like yeah. the purge looking thing. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't tell if it was zombies or the purge because they're always kind of a little blurred out. And at the end, they're all wearing like costumes, Halloween costumes. Yeah. So you don't know exactly what the, Enemy is, but he meets up with. I'm assuming that's like his wife in real life. I don't know, but a blonde girl who has a shotgun and yeah. she's effing people up. The song's only two minutes long. Yeah, it, it was a it was a quick short video, quick yeah. tease. He's coming to Philly. I did see the Philly date, yeah. and it's like, hey, oh, cool. We we like his. We like. I know we both like Motion City. So uh, Motion City. I know one we're my both going to get it of yeah. all time. They're probably my top ten. Definitely my top ten. Maybe my top five of all time. Um, Ashley let me get another tattoo, and I'm thinking about just getting that. Yeah, right I got the approval right nice. there. Um, but I love, I, I like the song. I didn't love it. He doesn't get high anymore in his, in his voice that he used and, but, to, but that he was doesn't a- get the scream going like he used but to. Again, that was only he, one song. Older, he is, but you never know. I think well, he no, still the last it. two motion city records. Well, one time he when he was it. sick and he hit every, every high note you could hit. Uh, yeah. but, but in the last two motion city records, he didn't do it either. So yeah. I, I think there's just the new it's Justin Pierre it's, it's, yeah, that it's, we're getting. It's a lot on the voice. Which is yeah. fine. His, his lyrics are still what you come for. Yeah. He's a great lyricist. If you like motion city, you're going to like this. That is this, that, that is the truest statement we'll say on the pod because this guy it sounds just like motion city yeah. except no synth i wish him nothing but the best because he's in my eyes he's a legend we've tried to get him on the show a couple times fortunately it hasn't worked out but that, be, hey, it'd be awesome to get it to support this awesome, awesome to get him now um but yeah we i'd love to go see him again but october 12th justin pierre's new record called or solo record called in the drink but green day also teased just teased yeah. their 25th anniversary tour for the record dookie which would be insane which, my favorite record i, I of all almost time. feel like they have to do it like they have to oh it's happening it's, don't get me wrong like, it's, they're happy it's, it's my happening. it's my favorite record they ever did yeah. it's got me, me into them it's my favorite you know? record of all time so it's okay the, it was the first record I, I don't put it that high but i it was I, the high. first record i ever bought right. it was the first record i ever listened to without skipping a track it was the first record that i ever heard a curse in i don't know it was sync happened before that time and no, it didn't i don't know you out of your mind I don't remember. Dookie <laughs> came out in '94. And well, Sync was '94. Yeah, and Sync was uh, sixth, uh, so going into sixth grade, which would have been 2000. Ain't it crazy how you remember this? That's what I do. 
saying? God bless you. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that was. I because I always thought hey, it was but I would December be totally 93. interested to go to the tour though. Oh, that'd be that'd be so yeah. sick. And because I, I just I just love they're all the so songs much. I want to hear. <laughs> they basic they made it to the final four of our music yeah. uh, of our music uh, March Madness tournament we did back yeah. in March. So that was cool. But yeah, I hope that they do it. I think it's inevitable. And I think if they come to Philadelphia, I'll be there yeah. as long well, as it's not around the bug. I'm sure I'm sure they'd be if it's well I don't know if it, that would be summertime. It but would be it, Camden. Yeah. yeah, they would do Camden. Um, damn, that would suck. I just hate going to that place. I hate going to the BBT. I, I see Dave there, so I'm, I'm used to it. I just I hate shows in Camden. I just fucking hate it. Uh, anyway, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash wepodcast. We know things. We're going to give out the shout-outs for our patrons. Uh, we have 10 patrons to shout-out, which we thank all of you so much because, again, without you, the show just does Who not happen. Um, you're, you're the best people uh, we could ever ask for. We really appreciate all of you. Um, if you'd like to shoot us again, something monetarily, uh, $1, $2, $5, $10, $20, whatever you feel necessary, we're going to kick you back for a reward, whether that's an e-card, a shout-out every week on the show, a custom top three, or at the top level, you can actually become a guest on the show, come on the show with us and hang out. I mean, like, and do do a full segment with us, too. Yeah, so. any, any segment you want, TV, games, you know, pick your top three, whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, we'd be happy to do it with you. Um, unfortunately, I can't get into the link uh, to our patrons. Oh, Jesus. So give me a second. And pissed. All right. I got to do this from memory. I got to do this from memory. Uh, do I? Or do I have the list? Jeez. Uh, the crickets in the background. You can totally hear the crickets in the background. <laughs> Shit. So I got to do this from memory. All right, Sam. I'm going to need your fingers. Go. Thomas Chisholm. Thank you very much. Darren Monroe. Elijah Elliott. Mike Fulward. AF Log Dog. Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram. Jay Sanford, 9482. Um, My Knife, Your Life. Sam Reimer, twitch.tv slash Your Life. Got you. Uh, and who's the last one? Did I say Darren I Monroe? Eight. Yeah, you said Darren. Did I say Elijah Elliott? Maybe. Uh, Mike Forward. Well, some bitch. I know the 10th is Alan Santos. I said I think, I think I think that's I don't I think, think I said oh, oh I got it. Rob Harding Rob Harding perfect Rob Harding is the ninth and uh and so Alan, we got Mr. two Santos shots and Alan Santos for the ten dollar patron got them all up yeah. in my head that's twitch.tv slash terrorizing we thank you very much for being patrons of ours supporting us every single month we couldn't do the show without you you're paying for new equipment every month you're paying for marketing material you're paying for promotions you're paying for everything you're pay you helped us get a store open with merch. We, we literally couldn't be here without you. So thank you very much. Sam, let's do our pick of the week and get on out. Yeah, so uh, I made it a mission of mine after hearing that IGN review to go see Mission Impossible Fallout. He made it a mission to go see Mission exactly. Impossible. So I, I had to see it. Dude, they didn't, I, I don't know what this reviewer saw. I, I don't know who he was. I, I This was the best Mission Impossible film they made. The stunts that Tom Cruise did in this movie, bananas. The stunt that he jumped from ceiling, when he jumped from rooftop to rooftop, when he smashed his ankle, they kept everything in. You see him climb out, limp out, like they kept everything in. From the helicopter chasing, to motorcycles, to of course Tom Cruise running miles like he always does, to Henry Cavill kicking the shit and getting his ass whooped up and down the damn bathroom. Um, Ving, Ving Rames was back, of course, Simon Pegg, Michelle Monaghan. It didn't disappoint. I, I again. I don't know. They just keep upping the ante. I don't know how they do it, but hey, I can't wait for what 
Mission Impossible Endgame. I was going to say, what would they call the seventh end one? Endgame. I don't know. What else could you do? You don't want to endgame it because then you're ending it. You want to leave it open-ended. Well, that's, that's the sixth. Come on, I think seven. And Tom Cruise, is he's in his 50s now. So they're, he's not... They're making a ninth Saw. Ain't like the tenth? Uh, ninth. They did seven was the 3D and then Jigsaw was the eighth God one. They're making God a Jigsaw too, so They're making a ninth Saw. I still want to see the last one that they mm. made. Does remember the story of the Tobin Bell's divorce papers? Yeah, yeah. Was, they leaked see, that was the ninth which movie. Which is horrible. That you they leaked saw nine through divorce papers. Jesus Christ. But uh, my pick of the week is a TV show on Fox. It lasted one season two years ago, and it got canceled. Um, and this is the advantage of having Hulu is you just go around, you pick stuff. That and got you just canceled. just try it, and you watch <laughs> yeah. it. And it did, in our eyes, both my wife and I think don't think that the show deserved to be canceled. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a little too much. But when I watched Game Night... I was like super into this one couple. Okay. Um, and the, the girl in the couple was Kylie Burnberry. Uh, and I was just like super into her, their characters. They were so great. She was like basically like, yeah, I cheated. When, when we had a break, I banged a celebrity. And he spent the game night guessing who the celebrity was. And I won't give okay. away the twist, but Denzel Washington's involved. And it's fucking hilarious. And I was like super interested in this girl. So I was like, what else is she in? And I see that she's in this show called Pitch. P-I-T-C-H. And I was like... Oh, okay. I'm down. It sounds baseballish. The the poster is clearly her in a baseball locker room. Mm. A young pitcher becomes the first woman ever to play in the major leagues. She plays for the San Diego Padres. In the first episode, she gets called up and makes her major league debut. And it tells the story of being the first ever. I never woman. even heard of the show come it's out two years ago. Me neither. Yeah. I don't remember it coming out. It, not or anything. One. And it's and it's really good. It's got a seven point four on IMDb. Dude, ready for this? The, the One of her teammates, Mike Lawson, he's a catcher. He's the captain of the team, takes her under his wing, and he's got this big, thick beard. And we're watching, I think it's episode halfway through episode one, and I said to her, I said, is that Zach Morris? And she's like, yeah, that's Zach Morris. The guy from Saved by the Bell? See, I never even got Mark into that Paul show. Mark Paul Gosseler? Eh. Uh, you, I don't know. You lost. I would never watch this show ever. I'm glad you like it. it, it it's so crazy mm, that nah, he was not, Zach not, freaking Morris. Not for me. But uh, it's it's a really good show. Um, it, it they go over like the trade deadline and the All Star game and all these events. That and, and you're like a super season. like like sports guy, so this is right up your alley. Yeah, and I love baseball. Yeah. So baseball that's what I'm saying. This, been... this show is literally for you. So that yeah. was that. We also got a DM from Anthony Pinto who said the draft order was rigged. <laughs> so uh, on Instagram. So that's that. Um, but anyway, uh, that was episode 102 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Thank you to our patrons and thank you to our listeners, everybody that joined us and everybody in the Fantasy Football League that is listening to this episode just to find out the draft order. You're going down, punks. We'll see you next week for episode 103. Damn! He ain't gonna be Rush Hour 3.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.